when we greet you again in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we want to welcome everyone to 2024. I'm sure they've welcomed you wherever you were. God, you won, but you were not here again. So we welcome you here as well. There's so many things to say this morning, but let's just say it's a good Sunday. And we're going to start with a very, uh, some good rejoicing for a year. So let me welcome who's visiting us for the first time. Apparently, Walabo Abai Vagashi Zetu is special. Before it's cut. Anyone who's visiting us for the very first time, Hallelujah. How want to say welcome. They will welcome you again. How there are toilets. This side is the ladies down the passage wall there. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm gathering my thoughts, ne? So as I gather my thoughts, let me just go back to what happened on the 31st. Let me go back even before. We took a trip somewhere for a month. And I was praying. Being tenders. And more about complaining about stuff. I'll tell you other stories a week after. As I was sitting there and talking to God, God made something very clear to me that as a body of Christ, as a local church, we are not anywhere close to his coming. And we are not ready. And he showed me that you, leading them, you are not ready yourself. And he started showing me things that made me cry. And basically everything boils down to this one thing. If the body of Christ looked like any one of us, would they be ready for his coming? You think they would be confident for the coming of Christ? If not, then you're not ready. If you are still planning to get your act together, then admit that your act is not together now. Because his coming does not wait for your planning. So that's one side of the story. The other side of the story then is when we came back, we are in fasting and praying. He takes me to Hebrews Chapter 12. Can we read the Bible? 
You figure. I know these things. I know what it says. But in Hebrews chapter 11, the Bible speaks of men and women who in the face of anyone, anything, everything, never gave up their faith. They ran the race to the place where they were given an option to deny Jesus. We're giving it to you now. All you have to do is deny Jesus. They were cut into two. Others were tied to horses, limbs, four limbs, and horses were hit, and they ran in opposite parts and pulled them apart. And the head is just attached to a profusely bleeding body. But this body has a head that has a mind of Christ in it. And the words of this bleeding, decapitated body declares this word, Jesus is Lord. And the person bleeds to death. And they are taking some of them into an arena at a Colosseum. And remember, these are not gladiators. Some of them are not trained for war. Some of them give about seven years, 12 years. And they open the doors, the cages for lions on them. And as they do that, they have taken others. They have wrapped them with cloths. And they poured oil on them. And they tied them to the different pillars in the Colosseum. And they are using them as torches to light the arena. And they open for the lions to come and devour these people. As the lion devours a limb, as the lion pulls out a rib, the mouth declares, Jesus is Others, they were burnt at stake. Many of them, polycarp, many. And others, as they were burning, they were glorifying Jesus. I remember the one guy said, you don't have to tie me. I will not run away because my God will strengthen me. I just want to die with my hands lifted up. I want to die with my hands lifted up and my mouth declaring Jesus is Lord. Hmm? With my mouth, you know that saying, with my hands lifted up. 
And my mouth filled with praise Yes Some of you are like, what are they taking about? <laughs> In a fire I will bless thee, O oh Lord People are burning that time, their houses and what what were already taken. They had their children sacrificed on fire. That's Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 12 says, Now therefore, we have such a cloud of witnesses of men who never compromised of men who were hated and were beaten and were bent they are looking at us that you South Africans where there is no persecution where you can preach the gospel where you can eat and throw away leftovers how are you running the race and then God said to me throw aside do what throw aside the things that hinder and I know the verse the next part is going to be and a sin that so easily entangles and then run the race with endurance focusing on Jesus the author and the finisher of your faith who for the sake of the joy set before him endured the cross and its shame put away now in your battle against Sin, you have not. God did not go there with me. He simply said, Throw aside the things that hinder. And then he started numbering them. I'm giving you a warning. He was talking to me, not to you. So whatever he said to me, he said to me, let him say to you. If what he said to me is what he's saying to you, bless the his name. God said to me, delete your Netflix on your phone. It was not the first time. Because when I looked at my phone, my, my notes, God had said that last year, May, I deleted it. And when I was somewhere traveling, I'm thinking, this thing is too long. I reinstalled it. And here's what God said to me. As he said, delete it. I was watching a very, I was not watching something sinful. I was just watching a very good series. And he said to me, look how 
You anticipate. You, you wait eagerly for what's going to happen in the next episode. But you never look eagerly at my next step with you. You're more ready to know what is happening there then you are ready to know what I'm prophetically doing in your life. The Bible says God in, 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 in Titus chapter 2 it speaks of the fact that from 11 going down to 13. That as the grace has come that brings salvation, this grace teaches us to say no to ungodliness and wickedness and to live self-controlled righteous life in this wicked generation area. As we wait for the glorious appearing of our Savior who has not only purchased us unto himself but has purified us as a people eager to do good works. And he said to me, go to, I'm still, by the way, I'm not preaching, I'm just telling you. He says, go to Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. Nor stand in the way of sinners. Nor sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the law. And on it he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by hmm? that bears its fruits at its right time. It doesn't fear the scorching heat and what is happening. And whatever he does prospers. Tabiso, do you know why some of the things you do do not prosper? Because though I have put a blessing upon your life, you sit in the counsel of the wicked. You listen to people who show you what is counter my nature. I say one thing, they say another, and your subconscious mind grabs the evil. And when you are sleeping, you get prophecies of wicked counsel. Because you consumed it. I'll leave it there. Oh, yes. Haget Abar. When says, You must treat your wife as my daughter. You are not treating her according to your expectations. You must treat her according to my expectations. Repentance, repentance. 
Because when you see him as yours first, you think she belongs to you. When you see her as mine first, you will honor me through honoring her. They are sons of God. If you, if you truly honor God, you will honor your spouse. And he's shown me things that, you know when you are ashamed to say, really God, am I that kind of a husband? And then he says, deny any of the things I've just showed you. Then you don't have to un- ask me. That. Just deny any of the things I've showed you, then maybe you, you, you can talk. Are you there, Bazala? Can I preach now? I want to help you as much as I want to help my So I want to talk to us about idolatry. Spio is like yeah. I deal it through seven letters of me, Ding one. Is So we're reading in the book of First Corinthians, chapter 10. Today I'll just do an introduction. Next week we are not here, we are in Botswana, so we'll continue <laughs> that other week. But go to again. Listen to what it says. I'm reading from verse 1 of 1 Corinthians chapter 10. It says, For I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and that they all passed through the sea. They were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food and drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them. And that rock was who? That rock was who? From the time that God said to Moses, I have heard my people. Christ accompanied Moses to deliver them. Now, Christ was with them. They didn't know him as Christ Emmanuel with them. They just saw Moses at Amalibo. But the revelation that comes to Paul is that there was this unshakable rock of living water that was with them. This rock didn't see them was Christ. They were not aware. And the Bible says, nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them. Right? He was not pleased with what? Few of them. Most. 
Because in a prophetic sense, wide is the road that leads to destruction. Wide is the gate of evil and destruction. And many are they that find it. But narrow is the path of life and few. Because the ships, And that's just how it is. In any church, there are sheep, goats, and wolves. Go and read your Bible. They are there all the time. And the Bible says, in the end, the Lord will separate from his kingdom the weeds and the tares, the sheep and the goats, because they were hanging around. Maybe you are sitting next to one, maybe you are one, I don't know. All I know is that you know where you need to change to move from the one side to the other. Are you still there? So most of them, God was not priest. Now these things occurred as examples to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did. So number one, who to these things, they had their hearts on evil Things. and God destroyed them. Now, that is an example for you and me not to keep our hearts on evil things. Do not be idolaters as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in revelry. I want you to hold the thought. We are in verse what? Verse 7. Let's go to Exodus chapter 12. And what? 12 and 32. Let's start with Exodus chapter 12, verse 32. Can you project? Okay. Let's start. Um, Go 12, and then I want you to project in the New King James ESV or King James Exodus 32. In Exodus chapter 12, I'm reading from verse 33. It says, the Egyptians asked the people to hurry and leave the country. For otherwise, they said, we will all die. So the people took their dough before the, the east was added and carried it on their shoulders in kneading troughs and wrapped it in clothing. Listen, it says, the Israelites did as Moses instructed and asked the Egyptians for articles of silver. What would I get? Remember, these people have worked for over 400 years without payment. On this particular night, God says, no, 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 just go and ask them. 
Ask them for silver and gold and for clothing. The Lord had made the Egyptians favorably disposed towards the people and they gave them what they asked so that they plundered the Egyptians. Okay, think about it. Who's rich now? Who's rich now? Are, are you seeing the picture? Who has blessed them? Who gave the instruction? Let's go to chapter 32 of the same book. God is good. I guess we are just doing today, Basalan. Baragin. Introduction. So, here's the background. Let me just read it. It's good to read the word of God. Verse 32, from verse 1. When the people saw that Moses was long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, Come, Make us God who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what's happened to him. Aaron answered them, Take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. Can you... Lutle, what does the instruction say? We ask them for articles of silver and gold and what what, right? What is this calf made of? We ask your what? Your wives, your daughters, for what? Is that the all the the silver is not even included? Are you following? Is that all the gold they have? It's not all the gold because the instruction is specific. The instruction says, let me read it again. Take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they handed him and made it into an idol cast in the shape of a calf, fashioning it with a tool. Then they said... These are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the calf and announced, Tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. Are you, are you following the contradiction? Here's a calf. These are your gods. Israel. But tomorrow, we are going to do what? To make a festival for who? To the Lord. So the next day, the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. Now, this is the part I want you to project either in King James, New King James or ESV. It says, afterward they sat down to eat 
and drink and got up, they indulge in revelry. Let me tell you what it says. In the version I want you to hear. It says the people, then they stood up after they've eaten and they stood up to play. To do what? To play. Does someone see it in your version somewhere? These people have said they have done three things already. One, they took the blessing and turned it into a curse. They took what God gave them and made it a God. Are you following Bazalan? The second thing that they then did is to proclaim the hypocrisy of serving God in the guise of false gods. My people have committed grievous sins. They have rejected me, the true God. And they have Dug their own, he says, Mumtombo and beef. But they dug their own systems that cannot hold water. I can't reach where I want to get to. What I'm going to say next week, when we that other week when we come back. Now listen. These guys are people of a covenant. It's you and me. These guys have a God that has heard their prayers and has come to rescue them. He, he has given them a picture of being born again. The Bible says, but in that space of being rescued, being brought to Christ, being taken through the water of baptism, still they came to a place of wanting to separate themselves from the true God. Idolatry, therefore, is dethroning God to place a false God. Idolatry is ascribing deity to creation. Is to go beyond the scope of the purpose of creation. You know what is the scope of the purpose of creation? God says, Everything I have created for my glory. That's the scope. In other words, we exist to bring God glory. Idolatry is when you go beyond that scope and receive glory yourself or give it to another other than God. Are you still there? Corinthians chapter 10. When it goes down now, it says many of them died. And then he comes to this point where he says, I'm telling you, flee from idolatry. I speak to you as sensible people. Sensible people. 
Are you there? So here are the three points I want you to, to grip in your heart. We want to teach them. All idolatry is geared towards the Godhead. All idolatry who severates a midiwana in a coffin, who severates a nice tickles, the Hongalese, who has a no libu mudimu robotroning. It is an attack on the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All forms of idolatry attack each one of those at any given time. How do I know that? Take you through that. I still have seven minutes to help you grip this thing. When you go to Isaiah 14, about the prophecy against the, the, the king of Tyre and Sidon, and you take the same, you go to Ezekiel 28. You all know these things. About against the king of Babylon. The Bible took, it's a prophecy against human beings. But they are given an, an allegory, an example of their hearts, how they have become. Your hearts are the of Satan. When he said in his heart, you, Lucifer, you were created with beauty as a guardian cherub. It says all the stones adored you because but because of your beauty, you corrupted yourself. You were created perfectly until evil was found in you. But then we are given a picture of how the evil came. You said in your heart, I will rise above the stars of God. I will go above the throne. Who is he dethroning? This is against the Father. Because how you all a book of Revelation, it says, to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Who's the Lamb? Jesus. Who's sitting on the throne? The Father. So the devil says, I will go to and I will be like the Most High. Now, many of us here have since done that. You don't serve the devil directly because the devil has said to you, choose yourself. Your God is yourself. You are not different from the devil. Because in your heart, the only person who can correct you and the only person you are not different from the devil. You have dethroned the father. And others have made their pastors the most high. Your excellency. Your what what? Your what what? You know, Rona, when we sing, you say, Majesty. Worship is majesty. Unto Jesus be all glory, power, and praise. 
Arir majesty to Murutini. Because there's but only one to whom the scope of glory offering belongs. King of kings. Are you there, Bazalan? We will expound. But then, the Bible says the Lamb is but one mediator between God and men. Who to there is no mediator. Because And if this is offensive, I'm just making a point, just like they are making a point. Who to there is no mediator? Who is the mediator? Jesus. But all idolatry that is aimed against Jesus attacks the mediation role. That is why Israelam lankite. Aba pants by ankulumera nonkulunku. Aba bambevari shembe is the way. All of you are liars. May all of you be proven to be liars, and may God be proven to be true. If you are not exposed, may you be shamed. May Amadrozwa make you so miserable that you are so poor that you realize that there is no other mediator. Because this one Jesus does not ask anything from us. Hey, Jesus, I thank you. My God does not ask. He sacrifices himself. He makes himself a sacrifice. They didn't even view you with a sheep, but they're asking for a cow. They were vegetarians, but today they ask you for meat. Mine. And, and you are allowed to be offended, don't worry. I don't owe you. And how chakile? Good. You can go where you. How chakile for the first time and you think I'm offended? Good. You have to know. The Bible says if you want to follow Jesus, you must deny yourself, carry your cross, and follow Him because He's the only way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through Jesus. And for your own sake, we better not compromise. No, no, no. It goes like no, 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 no. It's Rosie. Go and read Exhapta 16. It says, Bekona lo always fazan. Mark chapter 16 you will cast out demons when you go to a sangoma you replace Jesus as the mediator May you be shamed. And may it go so bad with you that you realize there is no salvation. There is no other name given to men in heaven and on earth by which we can be saved except the name of Jesus. And may you run to Jesus for your own sake. And then some they say, we need that power. When you talk power, 
You talk the Holy Spirit. You shall receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, any form of idolatry that seeks power and replaces the Holy Spirit is the attack against the divinity of the only. Even Jesus says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I'm God as well. But there is one who has a role in the Godhead. He has anointed me. Acts 10.38 How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good setting the captives free. The power to set the captives free is in the Holy Spirit and when you replace him you run to other powers. That is why I think Snyaka was better but these ones are not the pastors of Okay. I think you think I made a mistake. No. Because in Egypt, when Moses threw his stuff as a demonstration of God's power, the wizards and the witches of Some of you, because you are not asking God for discernment, because the devil has now blinded you because you have attacked in your heart the father and the Holy Spirit through your idolatry flee from idolatry let me help you. We will, we will go into details in the next few. Because that week, I want us to talk about masked idolatry. Was that another idolatry? Idolatry is a masked one. It's not. It's Be yourself. Mame, I told you last time. Achieve. No, 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 no. As a child of God, the blessing of Abraham is already upon you. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and in it adds no sorrow. 
So Mrimo Hana would tata with you being rich because that's the blessing, the overflow of what he has done. He has a problem with you replacing him as a source of that. He has a problem when you are standing and saying be your best self. I wrong clarify which self first. Because the one self that is corrupt, you are not told to make the best of it. Anyone who wants to follow me must first deny this evil, corrupt, proud self. And when I be yourself, you like, yeah, the way Come as you are and stay as you are. No. Come as you are and die. That's how it works. Then you die and you get resurrected as a new person. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have that particular new creation is the best self we are talking about. Because that one declares, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. The life that I now live. Hey, I get Rabin. My life is not mine. That life is the one that you can say, be your best self. Your best self is a God-glorifying self. A God-surrendered self. Not this selfish, self-centered, self-sufficient, arrogant, me, me only. I'll trample upon them to be the best. I will compare. They can't reach the car I bought. That self must die. That one is a demonic Self-actualization. Won't you just come? So if you are here and you are not born again, for your sake, for your heart, Satan hana di hele uyateng ena usa pulusu toko panalie ena mulu. Chale for your sake, ako chale midingo ana ko chale iketa piti replamudi. Iko kovelete mohau amodi. Hawa binabar o mohau amodi kikweza ikaka mohau temanes. Skabana kile passionate, kile passionate because Satan wanti na lin najwale. Haki wananza bapa lakawe. So if you are here and you are not born again, you want to want to just lift your hands so that we can pray with you. We don't want to embarrass you. We want to help you. Hey, As that ngoma comes, won't you just all of us Ask God to reveal to me the things that hinder me. The idols. Let's pray. That in as much as we want to believe the best out of our selfish self, 
It remains selfish. It remains ungodly. It remains self-seeking. But oh, what grace, what manner is far of love is found in you. Help us to dethrone ourselves, to dethrone satanic forces, to break satanic covenants, to dethrone men who are projecting and masquerading as men of God to dethrone them out of our hearts and enthrone Jesus. To dethrone ancestral worship and sangomas, Lord, and break those curses and covenants that lead us astray. May we be not those who rise up in hypocrisy in the name of the Lord and give unsanctioned fires at your altar, Lord. May your wrath be diverted from us. In the mighty name.